Hey guys, I am Morgan Larson and this is Totally Unorganized. In my quest to get it together in this one wild and awesome life, I realized I should talk with really rad people in my own life who I think have it together. I'm always chatting with somebody over a crazy shenanigan of mine, so I figured why not have people join me each week as I chit chat with my friends who inspire me with all of their togetherness. So I'm totally unorganized. The sky is the limit. So let's rage, people. I know. I'm, I'm the best guest. I know. Oh, my gosh. You know what I forgot to do? What? <laughs> Turn on this light. Great. <laughs> Oopsie doopsie. Yeah. God, we look good. I mean, seriously. Ser is there anything oh. better? No. Literally nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing is better. God. Okay, are you ready to rage? I'm ready to freaking rage. Lip gloss is not in the hair, <laughs> and we are ready but to go. But you know what? It's popping. <laughs> it is popping. It is popping. O M G. O M G. Roberto. I'm here. I think we should cheers our coffee. Okay, we're gonna cheers. Yeah. Who cares if they can see it? No. Nope. And then this is where it's hard. Mm -hmm. There's quite a squeaky yes, noise when I put my cup squeaky. to my um, mic. Um, it's worth it though. Yes. Focus, hocus pocus. <laughs> Today, my guest is such a rad time that I am literally about to burst out of my seat. <laughs> yes. I loved writing that one. <laughs> God. Probably he, the best guest, yeah. He is what? one of my favorites slash best guests probably so far, right? Yeah. I mean, we don't know yet, but we're going to know. <sighs> that is true. I know I say this a lot, but for real, you might be one of my most favorite people because <laughs> you're the most magical Robert Rawl Dan. Thank you so much, guys. Round of applause. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'll edit some audio. Okay, great. Okay. We have known each other for years, and somehow we just keep working with each other because I'm also your favorite person. <laughs> yeah. Wild. I know. <laughs> okay, speaking of favorites, Robert has been a season favorite on So You Think You Can Dance starting on season seven. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Oh, goodness. Thank you. Almost 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. So you started as a contestant. Yes. Then you turned all-star. Yes. Then you turned producer. Yes. Then you turned choreographer. Yes. I hit you hard with that. All the yeses. All the yeses. I am so proud to watch your transition from performer to storyteller extraordinaire. Thank you. Robert is the guy on the job that every person likes and every girl wants to partner with and every person wants to giggle with, especially me, oh. and every person wants to hire again immediately the next week. <laughs> wow, Morgan, wow, thanks. He has performed on Glee, Lucifer, La La Land, Rent Live, Popstar with Adam Sandberg. I had to throw that in because I really like him. <laughs> Did you see the movie? <laughs> yes. Okay. I just threw it in, though. Okay. <laughs> it's a very short clip. Short, very small. you're there. I'm there. Um, we performed together on Dancing with the Stars. Many times. Many times. Yep. Um, you've done a bunch of award shows, a lot of live events, just just the whole shebang, really. <laughs> you name it, he's done it. <laughs> and he also teaches all across the country. He does it all. Talk about a guy boss. <laughs> we have assisted together for Mandy Moore, choreographed Cute Little Kids on Dancing with the Stars Juniors. Yep. No big deal. And mainly freak out over the LA hustle all the time. And we have endured multiple parking tickets. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> While working together. <laughs> yes. yes. And just in general, laughed our way together all over these years because we just love each other. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is very true. So I am so excited to chit-chat with you. Roberto, yeah. what is happening? You know, <laughs> it's the morning. We're having coffee. We're hanging out. That's what's happening. Basically, it's chilling. the best day ever. It's literally the best day ever. Yeah. We're in red and black. Uh-huh. No big deal. I'm going to post the crazizies out of this. <laughs> I didn't want to swear. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a combo. Yeah. We're just gonna post so much good content with yeah. like this outfit choice. Um, the skirt's a little short, so I'm just gonna keep adjusting, but no big deal. Yeah. Um, okay, so Roberto. Yeah. You were my very first guest, born and raised in California. Really? Yes. Wow. Everyone's a transplant. Well. It's wild. Well, <laughs> uprooted here. What do you know? So can you just tell us a little bit about you know Tiny Robert and oh, what God. that was like? <laughs> Wow, Tiny Robert, wow. Okay, well, he was very big. He was Ooh. a very big child. Wow. I came out of my mother at 10 pounds. Get, Get into that out one. Of here. Yeah, she had back problems. That makes sense. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's still mad at me for it. Yeah. But we're here, and now I'm making her smile, you know, because she's making me smile all the time. But yeah, I was born and raised here. Um, started in like sports and whatnot. Hated school. School was not for me. Books are great, but they're not, you know, my favorite thing. Mm-hmm really is a tough one for me, but um, I'm more of an active body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Physical. like being outside, yes. throwing things at friends. Mm-hmm. Like a know. Matthew McConaughey. Totally, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> you know, pool's school, <laughs> diving into the ocean, exactly. getting things at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's more my thing, MO. Um, but yeah, I was um, mainly a, a sports person. Like my, my dad was like really big in baseball. So I did baseball. And then my mom was like, why don't you do basketball? So I did basketball. I did soccer. So it was like more that type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, at like 13 years old, I used to be like my mom, this is how I got into dance. My mom okay. was part of like a singing group at church. So I would go with her to her practices and like dance around as like a little kid because I, that's what I did, I guess. Yeah. And she had a friend that had kids in dance and she was like, you should put him in dance. He like moves so well to the rhythm he like keeps rhythm and he's like zero years old zero zero literally i just came out the womb and i was clapping on beat i mean you can't teach born that. for greatness <laughs> you can't teach that you Robert. really can it's <laughs> it's a thing that derives from the center of your body you know yes so um <laughs> i was like uh no there's no way i'm getting into dance there's absolutely no way yeah um my mom was like no you should try it and then took her like three four years and then she was like there's an all guys hip-hop class i was like no Still no. I thought you were going to be like, I'm there. No, still no. Still no. And she was like, no, you're going. I was like, gosh, fine. So I went, (laughs) I went and I went to the hip hop class, was like, okay, whatever. I don't know what I'm about to do. And then I go in, come out of the class. I look at my mom. I was like, okay, I want to do it again. I want to do it forever. So then I like the next year I was like jazz, hip hop, tap, LA, whatever. And then from there on out, boom, dance took, you know. Full. Bam. Yeah, it was like a rocket ship flying to the outer space of, you know, this world. And the dance lands. The dance lands. <laughs> the dance land. Touchdown on the dance land. And there I was. Just a shooting star. Yeah, shooting star. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you grew up doing like the competition crazy yes. scene, yes. right? Very much and so. And one of your teachers was? Mandy Moore. Not the singer. Not the singer. Oh, don't get it twisted. Yeah. Nope, the other one. Um, and how was that? Like, I would say a lot of people probably wish that they had her as their teacher, like, oh. growing up, like, from infant, you know, yes. 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're there now. We are right. We just nailed it. We just you know nailed it. And we yeah, are yeah. at the height of everything. 30 so is, close. like, the new 21. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say that. I Definitely. think they only start saying that once they're 30. Yeah. But absolutely. Whatever, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. But having Manny Moore was probably the best thing that has ever happened to me in any type of anything, really, when it comes to like career choices, life choices, everything. She was the first one to do my first solo. So I was like very lucky. Yeah. I mean, she has yelled at me since I was 13 years old and mm-hmm. she still does, even though I'm about to be 30. Yeah. So, and it's the exact same tone, the, the exact, exact same vo- yeah. voice. Like just, literally, yeah. she'll look at me and she's like, you weren't paying attention. Were you? I was like, what? And, and I was saw like, that. yes, <laughs> she sees everything. Yes. That is not okay. Calls me <laughs> out. But to, still to this day, she's like the best person ever. Cause she still challenges me and still like puts me in places that I'm uncomfortable, but knows that I can do it. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Which I'm like so thankful for. And she, I don't know. She's just the freaking best. I mean, in this industry, like having that by my side and like continuing to like push me has like made me realize that I have a lot of potential in many different directions besides dance. Yeah. You know? Oh, so. Robert, you just gave us a singer. You know what? You're starting out strong. Listen, <laughs> we're starting favorite out strong. guest right here. Oh my, we, how many, we are 10 minutes in. And wow. we are nailing it. Wow. Moving forward. Have you always been switching gears? <laughs> yep. Switching gears. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. Take a little sip, sip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you always been a dream big type of person? Yes, I think so. I mean, I've always, as a young kid, I've always seen like myself, um, like, uh, how do you explain that? Uh, like, I don't want to say like number one, but like, I've always seen myself like getting like, um, to the, like, uh, the top of whatever I wanted to do, yeah. you know? So I always thought like the end, there's never an end goal. There's when I get to a certain place, there's always something more that I want to do, yeah. you know? So I've always thought like, um, I want to do, uh, things that are outside of like what I think is right in front of me, yeah. you know, like I want to yeah. continue to like keep going in like a bigger direction. I've always thought that. And I've like, I like, um, you know, like Disney movies. I like, um, things that make you feel good like all this stuff. So like my dreams make me feel good. So I want to think the bigger, the better. And I think there's never an ending point until like you're six feet on the ground. But even yes. then you could still come back. And be like a spirit and be like, yo, yo, listen, what's kicking? I never thought I would be here, but I'm helping you out right now. Boom, bam. Giving you an intuition. Full you know? circle moment right there. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite Disney movie? Oh, Hercules. Because you say this all the time to me. And Hercules. Th- yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> but okay. also Emperor's in a Groove. It's kind of a yes, tie. I you thought know? you were going to say that and then yeah. you didn't and I didn't know what to say. <laughs> you guys. <'Cause laughs> okay, this is the problem because my guests, like I know them so well that I literally know the answers. <laughs> like I'll say it with them yeah. when they are talking and I'm like, oh my God, I got to stop doing that. <laughs> but I just love you guys. Yeah. I just love it so much. Sometimes you got to switch it up. <laughs> I know. Put you on your toes. So like, oh, oh, Emperor. Okay, Hercules. Hercules. Okay, bam, bam. Bruce. Okay, yep. but, okay, so moving back, sorry, switching gears yes. back to what we just answered. Yep. Um, I feel like because I was an athlete too, like growing up yeah. and let this like a- athlete mentality is like gotten me through. And I feel like that's how I dream big too, because it's just like, it's not immediate. It's like more future stuff yes. and like beyond yourself. Yes. And I love that because I was a gymnast. No big deal, Robert, <laughs> but I was going to the Olympics. So were you like, I don't know, like triple back flipping onto exactly. your eyelash or what? Yes, exactly. Triple axel 
on the beam. Okay, anyways. Sean <laughs> Johnson, who? Basically, I was Sean Johnson, yeah. but just like in Wisconsin. And Nastia, nobody, what's no, that? Yeah, it was just a Who's combo her? of the two. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But anyways, I love I mean, that. You could be Nastia's sister. Yeah. You could be that. I want, her, I want to have her soon. We've been DMing on Instagram, no big deal. For real? She, she might come. No, for real. Yeah. <laughs> I just spit everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> he just but. spit. Yeah, because no, she job. did Dancing with the Stars. So that's oh, how we, yeah. and when I met her, I freaked out because I was a gymnast growing up, blah, 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 full circle. It was crazy. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Things are looking um, up. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Emma Stone she's on the wait list what okay that's a joke but it's oh fine. <laughs> I was about to say dang I thought I was gonna be the best guest but I don't know anymore you know you gotta dream big yeah Robert. okay anyways <laughs> great job bringing there, that all back together a, I know it's a segue yeah when okay. you're good you're good okay so let's first talk about your dance side Kay. your dance career okay and then we're gonna segue choreographer side, Got Robert, you know it. what I'm saying? So how did you get your start as a performer? Okay, well, I guess when growing up, uh, growing up, I started at a dance studio, and Mandy Moore was my teacher, like we said, and I started in that type of realm, the competition world and, like, all this stuff. But then as I was growing older, I, I knew that I was going to be um, a dancer, but I wanted to be more than just a dancer. I wanted to act, sing, and dance. Even though I didn't take singing lessons and I didn't take acting lessons as a kid because I didn't have the money. So yeah. I was just like, I'm going to act and sing on my own and look at the TV and all this stuff. But um, after that, I went to uh, Maryland randomly for a year and a half. My, I, didn't uh, know, I don't know this. You didn't? No. Okay. I don't know <laughs> this. <laughs> Things are, you're going to learn something new every <laughs> the day. The first but time. <laughs> so after, after high school, one of my good friends, his name is Robbie Nicholson. I met him at New York City Dance Alliance Dance Convention okay. um, when I was like 15. We hit it off right away, became friends right away. He's just like someone super special to me. And after high school, literally, probably, I don't know, um, two weeks after I was done, he sent me a message. He was like, I have a job for you if you want it. I was like, what? He was like, it's a, a contemporary dance company, um, contemporary jazz uh, ballet dance company in Maryland, based in Maryland, but we travel all over Europe. And I had never been out of the country. So I was like, uh, yeah. I'll take that, sure, 17 yeah. years old, boom, hitch kick, about to turn 18. Hitch kick. We're doing good, we're doing hitch kicks, we're doing backflips, even though I can't. It's okay. In my mind. Exactly. I thought I did a triple lutz, you know, onto my toe mm -hmm. and landed. This is great, mm -hmm. you know, I've it arrived. It really was a backward roll. It was literally step backwards and mm -hmm. step together, exactly. and that was it, you know. Yeah. But in my mind, it was better than that. You got Olympic gold. Dreaming big. Exactly. So after that, he sent me a message. I didn't have to audition or anything because um, he knew the director and the choreographers for the company so well. It was like his really good friends, and they needed guys. It was an all-guy uh, like company. Okay. Right? So I, I moved there for a year and a half, and then from there, I went to uh, Germany. I went to Switzerland. I went to Finland. I went to Austria. I went to Barcelona in like, uh, like a year spanned okay so it was like really an eye-opening experience because i've never been in a situation where one i had to do a show over and over and over and over again and also getting to travel and also being on my own without my mom like without you know friends and family around like it was just like throwing the bird out the nest and hopefully it flies and if it doesn't he's going to get up and fly eventually 
You know? He will eventually. <laughs> he will. He will because he's got wings. He mm-hmm. just maybe doesn't know he has he them. He doesn't yet, know, you know how to use those. But it was amazing. It was like it was really really cool. I it really it sprung my like performance um, career tenfold because I've never really done anything besides competition. Okay. You know, it put me in a, a setting where it was like, okay, now you're in a professional job. This is like a real life thing. And it helped me a lot. Give me a lot of foundations and a lot of tools. It was called Bad Boys of Dance. I was going to ask. I was like, what's the company? Bad Boys of Dance. Okay. Um, it's, still ha- it's still happening now, but it was a perfect um, company to be a part of for my first job ever because it taught me a lot of like things, how to be on my own and like all that stuff. So what do you think? Okay. Cause I, I feel like I talk about this, um, a lot with people cause I do the convention circuit too. And, and yeah. I know you teach on like the com- competition scene, but what do you think like the biggest thing is? I burped, I'm sorry. <laughs> really? I couldn't hold it in. I really was trying to swallow like, it, but it I couldn't. Hold it in. It's yeah. Fine. In a very serious moment, I break Don't the ice worry. with it's, a burp. It's totally unorganized. It's, it's whatever happens goes. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> thank thank God. God. Again, best guess, burp on the interview. <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking Oh, okay. So what do you think? Cause it's so interesting. The dynamic of like studio kid to then like job kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it, they're totally different things. Yes. 100%. Totally different. Well, the thing is, is I think when we were growing up, it was, it, we're in a very different generation now. These kids, I think, are exposed to so much dance and, like, it's more on television now that I think that they they have more of an understanding of what a real job is, you know? Because yes. we kind of bring it to them and we under, we kind of part our knowledge to them of, like, what it means. But when, I, when we were doing it, like, it was very much – there was no YouTube, there was no Instagram, there was no oh, – If you missed – that old? I know – if you missed a music video, like if you, like if I missed Britney Spears' new music video, I never saw it. Yeah, like you're I up Shit's Creek. Literally Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> literally. This literally. is our, this is, we're trying to get sponsored by Shit's, Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek, um, exactly. It's on Netflix, but it's also on, what is it, Pop? Pop, yeah. No big deal. Pop so TV. So we had to do a special shout out. So shout out to <laughs> Shit's Creek if you so ever want to. So um, let us know. You can also come on the pod. If yeah, you want. yeah, 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 Moira, for sure. Alexis, <laughs> Alexis, David, anyone. Yeah, Stevie. Um, anyways, okay. <clears throat> Ted, anybody. Anybody. Yeah. We'll take anyone. Yeah, really. sure. Mainly Moira though, and her wig. Yes. Yeah. And the Alexis. And Alexis. Oh and her song. Anyways, um, back to the subject. No, but like I just remember, yeah, all of my research was music videos. Yeah. And I would run after school to was it TRL? Yes. And I would run. So I would see it. Yeah. <laughs> I would see, they would like promo, like they do like a couple clips of like the new music video. Yeah. And that's how you heard the songs. Yes. Like you didn't, they didn't even release the songs. Artists didn't until they did yeah. the music video. And because then you liked the CD and you yeah. went to Target and, and you, you bought, bought the, the CD. CD. Yeah. And it was just like. Yeah. Know, there was no we're iTunes. <laughs> yeah. We're, basically we're aging ourselves here, people. If you're wondering, <laughs> we're aging ourselves. It's so fine. all the people it's that fine. are not 30 years old and that are 19, listen they get, up. They get people. Music we had it rough instantly yeah you had to wait but truly it's like so it's very instant now so it's like a bit it's different for the kids nowadays but like you know transitioning from a convention kid to a professional job you even now still there's still little things that you learn while you're being on the job you know because you have to learn how to be on your stuff all the time you know like aware and like even when you're sitting down and like all this stuff and there's dead time like how are you in the dead time you know yeah. all that stuff but I don't know it's like it's a good a convention I think is a wonderful thing to have as a dancer because you are being taught by all the people that are actually in the industry 
Yeah. So it opens up your eyes to like the way that they move and being in front of them and like all this stuff. But it's that definitely still different worlds. Doesn't yeah. So like, there's such a art behind like the convention scene that I like really dig and love because you get all these opportunities with people that you would never have gotten the chance to dance for yeah. or with, you yeah. know. But then like the extra step, like I'm so glad that I did the whole studio convention scene, yeah. but then that I got like the opportunity to like work with them as a person. Yes. Cause like you don't really get that no. through studio convention. or convention, yeah. you mm -mm. know? And so then like when you get to make a show with somebody like, yeah, that's just the raddest thing ever. Yeah, it's huge. And it's super stressful and you have panic attacks. Oh, literally However, you break out hives every five seconds. <laughs> literally. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah, you go home and <laughs> you soil can't teach yourself that at because convention. you think, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I wish you could never classes, really prepare anybody I could for be that. like, and three, two, one, panic attack. Yep. Okay, just so that you know what it feels like. Yeah. So that when you get out there, this is, is going to happen. This is normal. <laughs> this is a daily thing. Yeah. Even when you're not working, yes. you're having a panic attack. And then we should also give them parking tickets. Yeah. We should give their moms parking tickets that they have to give them. Yeah. Two mm -hmm. in one day. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That just happened. Yes. When was that? Two days ago? Yep. I saw it on your Insta story. No big deal. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. So <laughs> let's just, I want to take this opportunity to also talk about your role on So You Think You Can Dance because yes. I feel like this is a good segue situation yeah. to do that. Yeah. It's not in my note cards, but I'm going to, I'm I'm going off book. I'm, I know. I know. <laughs> totally unorganized. It's to, I know. This is wild. I know. There's a brand here, people. You guys. <laughs> um, so I started out as a contestant. you're really good at this. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, at 2010... <laughs> audition for So You Think when I was 19 years old and I wasn't going to audition. I was like, mm, I knew so many people on it and I heard mixed things like it's good, it's bad, it's blah, blah, blah. I always loved the show because it was dance related, you know, it was all about dance and I'm, there were so many amazing dancers and so many amazing like numbers and choreography and all that stuff. But I always thought, no, I like, maybe that's not for me. So I auditioned 2010. My brother, I was in Dallas, actually. My brother was like, aren't the auditions like today or tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. I was there for a convention, actually. And he was like, well, why don't you go for the audition? I was like, well, I don't have a solo or anything prepared. And I was like, I don't think it's for me. And he was like, no, just like, why don't you go and try? I was like, <sighs> fine. So I went, and from there, like, it just kept going and things kept like happening. I made it through round after round after round after round and then made it to Vegas and then made it to the show and then made top three. And I don't know how that happened. Um, probably because Alex Wong got injured because he's so good and yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, because you, you wouldn't have made it that Never. Far, I would have never. I li <laughs> no. <laughs> Shout out to Alex because you're really good. Okay, cool. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, great. Awesome. Um, but yeah, and then that happened and Ever since then, I came back as an all-star the next season, and every season since then, up until this past season, I had been an all-star. Um, I had uh, I, I had a partner for season 13 and 14 because we did um, all-stars from the very beginning of the season, and we got to pick our partners. So JT, little JT, we did a kid's season, which was awesome. Um, he was my partner for season 13 and Taylor C was my partner for season 14 because that was back to the normal, like 18 and up. And we, the all-stars still got to pick our contestants, whatever. It's been a, a great experience. And then, um, from there on season 15, I, uh, choreographed for the first time and I was part of the production team. Uh, Mandy Moore and Jeff Thacker actually asked me to be a part of the production team because I expressed like hey, I would love to understand more about the production side and everything. And they were like, well, the only way to learn is to be a part of it. 
and they kind of just threw me in there. They made up like a title for me and I work with, I work closely with the contestants in um, kind of like the, the segue between um, Jeff and Mandy and the producers and the choreographers. So I'm kind of the person that has gone through it, choreographed on the show, and uh, someone that understands the production side that can kind of help the kids understand like what this process is because they're 18 and they have no idea what they're doing on camera, you know? So it's like they don't understand how to be themselves. They always feel like they have to be a certain way for people like them, you know? And then I also work really closely with Mandy and Jeff in creating what the show will look like, who's going to choreograph on the show. I'm, um, you know, uh, kind of helping them create the lighting and the costuming and everything and kind of just putting all like the pieces together with all the teams, you know, which has been really, really awesome and eye opening for me. But, um, yeah, it's gone from contestant to all-star to choreographer to um, production. So. I love that. And yeah. I think it's so good. Like, this is why I like certain people. Hmm. This, I, this is a top secret info. If you're wondering, she likes me. Yeah, so, uh, I only like a few. Yeah. <laughs> a few favorites. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Made the list. Made the because list. Not that. I love, like, okay, there's this side of me that's, like, exuberant, like, you know, hot mess craziness. Yeah. Then I have this like wallflower side where I just like observe like everything that's like in the room. Yeah. Like, and I love being part of not just, you know, just the dancer in me. Yes. Like I love like picking out styling and like for, for something yeah. or I love like just how, if you just watch a number, you don't even realize how lighting like literally made the number literally. or just the way they shoot it. And like all these things that I feel like we've kind of mm-hmm. taken interest in the past like two years in our friendship, I yes. would say. And I really like that you're doing this and I think you're great at it. So. Yeah. Well, I really like that you're doing this and I think you're great at this too. <laughs> <laughs> totally unorganized. Yeah. Very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a hot mess. Very fitting. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> truly though. Truly. I'm really excited that you're doing this. No, this is a good time. Yeah. Really good time. <laughs> um, okay. Do you have any, I feel like you do, and this is why this could be kind of funny. Yep. Like floppity flop, yikes, bikes, audition stories. Oh God. Where just, or are you the type that just books everything? No, no, no. <laughs> I no. didn't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. Yep. It makes mm-hmm. sense. It makes sense. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, oof. There's, I mean. So many to choose. Do you want me to share mine first? Sure. Okay. This is called my Cinderella story. Yep. And guess what? It doesn't get me a prince. Okay. <laughs> Do you lose your shoe? Yes. Great. <laughs> Do you have a pumpkin? No. Okay. Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Carriage did not pick me up, <laughs> and I probably got my car towed. Anyways. Oh, great. Remember the time I got my car towed? <laughs> yes, yep. I do. That's why I brought that up. Yep. Um, okay, so I this was only like a few years ago. Kay. Still haunts me to Kay. this day. I had just gotten a pair of Laducas. If you don't know what those are, in New York, they're a big deal. <laughs> Latest they're rage. A hit. They are a character shoe, yep. a heel, mm-hmm. and it's like amazing. Yep. Okay? It's great. So I got my first one. Wasn't really used to dancing with them because mm. I wasn't, I didn't do Dancing with Stars yet. I didn't know how to dance in heels. I was a sneaker gal. Yep. Jazz sneaker. <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm at the audition. I had just worked with Kenny Ortega yep. the Great. week prior. Oh, God, he had good. another audition. It was, at the time, it was for Dirty Dancing. It, that fell through. But it was for Dirty Dancing. Wait. Yes. How did I not know you then? It's we okay. know each other. No. Yeah. 
but like barely yeah 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 because did you do dirty dancing yeah you were and then cast it got, and then it, oh, devastating yeah okay. very so it was a big big deal in la this dirty dancing yep. hotness yep. okay and so i was like laduka's you're gonna do me good <laughs> like you are gonna do me good Thank God I have Basically, you. I'm wearing these, and I booked it already. Exactly. Kay. So, okay, what what happened was there was like a, it was like an anklet, like a around my ankle, yep. space, shoe. Okay? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so I was like, wow, this is it for me. Like, stars are aligning. <laughs> I had just worked with Kenny Ortega in Vegas. Now the audition's in LA. I'm in this. I'm in the movie. I'm basically baby. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody puts me in a corner. No. Okay? So I was so confident. I loved the combo. The combo was so fun. Yeah. Super. Loved it. I was like, I'm going in the first group. I love going in the first group because I just like, I tooted and booted. Hey, I okay. can go home. Exactly. Yeah. And then you don't get a parking ticket. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> or your car ticket. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, I do the combo and like, then he's like, okay, first group, there's five of us. I'm like, Morgan, get ready to rage so we start facing the back and I like turn around and we like step and point right at Kenny <laughs> and then we take another step and we point <laughs> somehow start of the tippy top so I step point and then as I passe up to step down Boom. my foot comes out of my laduka still attached to my ankle the foot part comes out and I plop onto my shoe so my foot is now on top of my shoe, but the anklet is still dangling. So basically you look like a pirate with exactly. a peg leg. But the way the, the um, table was that Kenny was watching, it was really high, so he couldn't really see our feet. <laughs> he could just see you bobbling. torso, yep. what's happening on my face, oh my God, trying to nail it as Cinderella with one shoe <laughs> for the whole combo. And normally you do it twice. You switch yep. lines and you do it twice. Um, we only did it once. Oh. Once was enough. Yep. Because it was a no. It was a no. <laughs> and I was mortified. Literally, everybody in the room was all my friends. It was all my friends. Yeah. And then, like, they were, like, of course dying. Because they're, like, of course this happens. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And I was just, like, oh, my God. I, like, got off. And I have never cried so hard in my car. And I was just, like, I am Cinderella. And it's not funny. <laughs> and I didn't get a prince. And I didn't get the audition. You're, and like, Captain Hook. Besides the hook on his hand, it's, like, a hook on her foot. Literally. It's yep. It, it was dangling through the pirouettes, through the triple axles, through everything, still attached. And I didn't know if I should, like, stop. <laughs> I did, I've never prepared for that situation where you only have one shoe. You know, but here's a positive. You kept going. <laughs> Moral of the story is always keep going, even though you didn't book it. Even if you have one shoe. Yes. And you better believe. Do I? Do you think I ever wore those Leducas again? They're no, the most expensive dance shoe them. ever. I. I didn't burn them, but okay. I will tonight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought you were going to say I threw them out. No, I, you just I put them in the back of the closet. Right? They were my most expensive shoe. I mean, at the time, because um, <laughs> I really Things like shoes. <laughs> Things, Things are different. Are, I'm really, I'm really making it. I'm really expanding. I'm really making it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, seriously, Laducas. I just remember looking at them and just being so irate. Like, did you um? Like, was it tight enough around your ankle, or is it just... I think my foot was sweaty. Robert, I don't want to go into the logistics of it. Okay. Maybe All I was right. clammy. I don't know. You know, clammy is a thing. Yes. That can happen. That can happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so what's yours? Honestly, I don't know. Every time, this whole entire time we were speaking about your story, I still couldn't pick anything out. Because you always book everything. I no, 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 no. That I do not always book everything. I'm, I really am trying to think of, like, a, a, a bad story, but, like... There was one time that I slipped on sweat. When? I didn't go down. You just slipped But I was on like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It whoa, was whoa, like, whoa. you know, like when you're stepping out on ice yes. with your shoes and you're like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. Love that. And then you're like, got it. 
See, you and then got you keep it. going. You always you know what get I mean? it together. That's why you're here. Well, you know, <laughs> you know I'm trying to keep you organized when you're un unorganized. Anyways, whatever. Okay, we're yeah. coming back to that sweat moment. Slippery ice. No big deal. Yeah. Okay, so this is this is gonna be good. Can't wait. You better you better get your straps on. You better get you know your what? belt your seatbelt on for this. Yeah. Okay, so save a, I save a horse, ride a cowboy. Exactly. That's what they say, right? And that's the phrase. Yep. That's what the kids are saying. <laughs> that's what the kids are saying now. Also, timber. <laughs> okay, a huge reason of why you are on my show today is because you're just a person that's in so many different lanes. And I touched on this. Thanks. But I'm going back to the notes. Can't wait. Okay, and I love when people are just more than one thing. It just makes me really fascinated, blah, 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 blah. So I just, we kind of touched on this for a second, but mm. I just want you to describe the moment where your choreography was on television for oh, the gosh. first time. Wow. Okay. Um, I, the first time I ever choreographed anything for television was So You Think. Okay. So, and So You Think is like a beast when it comes to choreography. It's just as much as like a competition, not a competition, but like you're getting critiqued just as much as the dancers are, if I'm really honest. And when I found out I was choreographing, well, first of all, I put together something for Mandy and Jeff. Jeff is the executive producer. Mandy's a creative producer. They literally are the head honchos of everything. So when I first put something together, I was like, uh, this is like going out on a whim. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. They're not going to say yes to me just because I've been a contestant and an all-star on the show. They're probably going to be harder on you. Yes. And they were like, we're not going to say yes unless it's right. So the first time I did it, I sent them in something and they were like, it's not ready. It's not ready yet. I was like, okay, I, I'm okay with that. I expect that. Gave me some notes, worked on it, came back. They're like, we need to fix this and this and this. Still not ready yet. And I was like, ah. Like, but this was the ready one. Yeah. I was like, but you know what I mean? I think it's ready. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So they, I, I worked on the notes, sent it in again. They were like, okay, I think, I think you're ready. And I was like, <clears throat> I think my throat closed. I broke out in hives. I, um, you know, just like Maya Rudolph did in Bridesmaids, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. should you be, I, I, in the wedding the dress. Yeah. I'm, in a wedding uh, yeah, dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. It's, it's happening. happening. It's happening. It's mm -hmm. happening, you know, just waving know, the cars past. Yes. Yeah. Just keep it moving. Yep. Keep going. Keep, keep going. going, you know? I think a lot of people don't understand that, like, when you finally get something mm -hmm. that you really want, yeah. it's even scarier than just not getting it. Yes. Whole, and just hoping for it. Yes. You know? Yes. So, also, like, I, choreography is somewhat new for me. You know, I have choreographed many times before at, like, a dance studio and whatnot, but, like, I have mainly focused on, like, being a performer. It wasn't until, like, three years ago where I was like, you know what, let me just try this. Because I always had a fear that I was going to be like Mandy or I was going to be, my choreography was going to look like Mandy or Travis Wall who has a big influence on me when uh, it comes to like creating and whatnot. And I was just like, they, they already are so you think. So like, why would I do it, you know? Yeah. But then I was like, no, I am my own person. I've been influenced by these people. Everyone's always influenced by people when they come to create and whatnot. They get inspired by things. I was like, but I have my own voice. So when it came to season 15, I choreographed Marco and Hanalei. I did contemporary number. And uh, it was like the most nerve-wracking experience that I've ever experienced ever because I've never been in a position where it's like I can't do anything about it. <laughs> it's like... Um, giving like having your kid for the first time and you're like letting someone hold it for the first time it's like all right well here here don't drop and a lot of people baby. don't know how much 
goes into just one episode of TV. Because yes. you do it a lot on camp. Like, you do it a lot. Yes. And you're always given opportunities to give notes and everything. Yes. And it's the one time that they do it. And yeah. it's just like, you and have to live. accept whatever happens. Yeah. Like, there's no notes after. You're just like, that. this is it. Yeah. Like, this you're is literally like surrendering. Yeah. Yeah. Celine and everything Dion, went surrender. great. You know? Exactly. You know we what love I mean? a good Celine Dion reference. Yes. She's a winner. She's she's it. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so you're in the seat. Yeah. I'm, and okay. it's happening. Yeah. So live show happens, right? So it's like live five. I'm like towards the end of the show. I'm sitting in the chair at the beginning of the show and I'm like already sweating. Yes. I'm having heart palpitations. I'm like, it's not even my number yet. Like it's, I have a while, about an hour and a half. And I'm like sitting next to two of my best friends in the whole entire world, Mandy Corpinan and Elizabeth Petrin, because they were choreographing that week too. And I was like, ay, 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 okay, um, here we go. It's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Are Come you more from- nervous than being a contestant? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Like, m- the most nervous I've ever been. Wow. Like, okay. I, when I tell you, like, I felt my throat closing, <gasps> I was like, I, I think I might pass out. I know that I think I'm going to pass out, yep. Um, mm-hmm. So I was sitting there, and... I was just like, you know what? Allow myself to be a viewer, not the choreographer, because sometimes you get too close to it and you see like, this wasn't that or this wasn't this. And I was just like, let me just allow myself to be a viewer. So when I watched it, I was just like, holy guacamole, Batman. I was like, this is this was an incredible experience. They danced so well and it was like almost like, it was more for them than myself. And the on the receiving end of everything, the judges were amazing, um, viewers were amazing, Marco and Hanale were amazing with me, the choreographers next to me were amazing. They all said positive, great things, and I thought, I have never experienced something like this when it comes to me literally surrendering everything, you know? Because you're in control most of the time when you dance. So it was an amazing feeling to have, and um, I'll never forget it, you know? Um, and even this past year for, so you think I choreographed another routine and it still had the same feeling for me. Like I was still like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. But it almost in my brain, I was like, it was almost like a reassurance thing of like, no, you should be doing this because it confirms three it. years ago, I'm thinking I shouldn't even be doing this cause I'm going to be Manny Moore or Jarvis Wall. Mm-hmm. But now I'm sitting in the seat again. And I'm thinking, okay, no, I, I have my own voice. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I'm I'm happy with being able to say that as well, you know, and standing strong in that and knowing that I still have so much room to grow and understand more about the way that I create and all this stuff. But it is a crazy feeling. It's like a tornado comes and like throws you to the wolves and the wolves are just really strong because they don't get blown away by the wind and they just like almost eat you alive. But then you like stand up and the wolves are like, good job. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's my um analogy wow. for that one. I have one thing to say about that. Yep. Am I the Robin to your Batman? Absolutely. I knew it. I Absolutely. It. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the second thing I want to say about that though yep. is I'm so, so, so proud of you. And yes. I remember because we worked a lot that summer. Yes. Because we did Dancing with the Stars Juniors like that during the whole process. No big deal. The CBS lot had a lot of things going on. Too many things. No big deal. Yeah. But you were doing So You Think and like, you know, helping with Mandy and I. Yeah. And I just remember, like, this just, yeah, like, it was supposed to happen. Mm. Like, I just remember you being like, no, it's not going, like, just doubting. Yeah. And then as opposed to, like, this summer 
like just more of the confidence yeah. just like settling in and just like you yes. you do have a voice and Thank you. I'm just like super impressed and I just love the shadoobie out of you. Thanks. <laughs> that is an I interesting word and I think we when we play this back and we listen to it we're going to keep that word forever. It's a hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag get our, into my, that. Our favorite Kush hashtag. Shadoobie. <laughs> Kush shadoobie. What I don't know how you spell it. We but don't, we're going to figure it we're out. We're going to find out. Yep. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> blah blah blah. Let's talk favorite shows. Okay. Shit's Greek. What? I mean, um, we already touched on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we always talk about this together on like the sidelines of jobs. That's what I call, yeah. you know, like I feel like our sideline banter. Yes. It's my favorite part of the job. Not even the job, really. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, so right. Kind of. That's so true. <laughs> that is so true. And you can't teach that. No. You know what I'm saying? There's no. actually more more downtime in the sidelines. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes. So you are one of my favorite people to banter with during rehearsals. And now that I think about it, you're almost as funny as me. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that about you. So I'll take that. let's talk smack. Just okay. kidding. Let's talk shows. Nice. Um, okay. We touched on Shit's Creek on Netflix. Yes. Also pop. What other shows do we need to listen to via, you know, to be Robert Roldan? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is... That's a There's good question. Fleabag for me. No big deal. You haven't watched Still it. Still need to see it. Oh my gosh. Still need to Modern see it. Modern Love on Amazon Prime. Oh Here's my the thing. Goodness. I have Amazon Prime, but I've never used the TV version of Amazon Prime. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, you are missing out. So I'm failing. You're failing. Okay. Obviously, I'm getting it together more than you are right now. Yeah, this <laughs> is this is a first. Okay, name one show. Hurry. Um, Go. Okay. Um. Uh. Uh. uh Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale, Hulu, love that. Fantastic show. Fantastic. Love that show. It's actually, it, it's really, really good. You yeah. should use some of the music from it, actually, now that I think I about was, it. That is so weird that you say that. That is so weird. I was literally going to download, like, all of the soundtrack. Yeah. And, or, like, all of the music from the show. Yeah. And just, like, go through and listen, because it's that eerie, is, like. It's eerie, but rad. Yes. Like, they do some real cool. Yes. Mixes. Yes. Mixes. <laughs> Wicca, Wicca. I'm sure it would be on TRL if, if that was still around. Oh my gosh. I wish it was for real. I wish <laughs> it was. Seriously, I love that Because that was show. the one. That was the one. Okay. Well, yeah. Watch those. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's talk clothes. Okay. Rehearsal clothes. Life clothes. Coffee talk clothes. I want to, I just want to talk about style for a sec. Yes. Okay. I'm into this. Did I mention clothes? <laughs> Go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you want to know? Like a daily thing? How uh, did how did just Robert Roldan evolve? Because I feel like when I met you, squeaky clean Robert was was there. Yep. And now look at you now. Now you're I ready. Wear you are now trash bags eligible to be on my show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listen, best guest really transformed my life. This is really really awesome. Yeah. I well, I'll walk you from high school to now. Okay. Okay. High school was a um, very interesting time for me. <laughs> um, not my favorite time in the world, but I used to wear the same thing every single day. And it what was, was like that? Um, a solid colored T-shirt. It would either be black, navy, or like maroon. Love that. Ma- white. Love occasionally, those colors. <laughs> occasionally, with like black skater jeans or like dark denim skater jeans and um, like a skater shoe. Wow. Every day. I was your Avril Lavigne to that. For sure. And you were my skater boy. Obviously. <laughs> yes. 110%. Wow. 110%. So then how did this like come about? Like how did you start liking fashion? So when I was growing up, I didn't want to like stand out too much. I was like, 
I don't know. I was very um to myself and very quiet, which is pretty much the opposite now. I literally scream at everybody for no I just can't no picture reason, you. Like so. you were telling me that you were like this this week when we worked yeah. together, and I'm like, there's absolutely yesterday. no way. Yeah, yesterday. No big deal. Um, <laughs> last night at 2 a.m. Yeah, um, <laughs> where Morgan was dying on the couch. She looked like she had no soul. <laughs> we, by the way, we were working all day. We were working that, all so. day. Anyways. Um, so, in high school, very reserved, very quiet, didn't really talk to anybody, didn't really have any friends. That okay. is so shocking. You are literally Miss Congeniality. Thank you. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. For sure. Um, so I was very quiet and reserved. And then during, um, like the tail end of my high school career, I started to like really be involved with dance and go to school less. Don't do that. People stay in school. It's really good for you. I just was not a school person, whatever. Senior year. I went like half the year. It's what? the LA and Still graduated though. <laughs> Barely, but okay. that happened. So I started to like discover like H&M and like Zara and I was like oh this stuff is so cool it literally falls apart at the seams it is love lit. it yeah mm-hmm. it's 45 bucks for a t-shirt and I literally wore it three times and it fell apart great exactly love it. thought yeah. it was so cool so from there I once I graduated high school I went over to Europe and when I was in Europe for the first time I was like I would just want to explore shops and like look at different stuff and I kind of always had this like feeling of like I like clothes but like I never was confident enough to express myself through them because it's an expression and it's also an art form. So I always thought like, no, like people are going to judge me if I wear red pants with a white stripe. You know what I mean? So when I went to Europe after high school, I discovered like different random stores that were like European and it kind of like opened my eyes to like, oh, like kind of like this. I was away from high school. I was like on my own and I was like able to exp- I have more confidence in expressing myself and I also had people around me to encourage like hey it's fine that looks good on you like all this stuff even though now I don't need anybody's approval thank you very much okay that took until you were 30 yep yep but you know what better late than never okay (laughs) that's all I have to say better late than never always make sure that you are confident in yourself because it's very important anyway so did that and then when I came back to LA I just kind of like started to um put like things together that weren't so matchy matchy. I like being very like all over the place when it comes to my clothes. Yeah, you're a little wild. Yeah. And I, I like, like that. It. Yeah. It's structured wild, I would say. Thank you. Tapered. Thank you. I appreciate that. But it wasn't until like the last, I don't know, like five, six years where I was like, you know what? I don't care at all. I'm just going to wear whatever I want, how I want. And also like wear things that I think will um, one, be able to express what I'm feeling that at that moment in time, but also like hopefully inspire people to like dress the way that they want to dress because it's cool. You yeah. know, like I, I really enjoy it. And I, now I like look at all like the, the runway shows and like, I follow a bunch of stuff on Instagram that it inspires me, but I don't know. I just like kind of just threw all like the self doubt out the window. And I was like, I really enjoy clothes. I've always wanted to understand how to make them because I was like, the things I see in my brain could be really cool. I just, d- my, my fingers are really big. So I can't, sewing is, um, it's difficult. hard. It's, it's really, hard. really difficult. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I would love to learn how to make them. It's just, that's a whole different ball game, but, yeah. um, you know, well, maybe we'll join that team one day. Maybe yeah. my sister sews. Really? Yeah. She's a fashion designer in Chicago. Nice. And one of her, like Taylor is just so she's the opposite of me in every in every possible way. Okay. <laughs> way cooler, way more mature, way more sophisticated. Well, I could have told you that. I mean, okay. I've never met her, but um. I could tell you that. 
<laughs> but she's just so posh. Like, she's the posh to my Sporty Spice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. And I would just, like, same. I would just buy, like, every color of the same thing. Yeah. So I could just just be all over, all across the board, like, yeah. growing up. And she would buy one of, of one thing. And just, uh-huh. like, wear it and rotate. And, like, all of her pieces were great. Yeah. And I, and, and she taught me, like, how to have good pieces. Yes. Because once you have one good thing, then you buy another thing, and then you piece it all together. Yeah. And she's like, stop buying just, just loads of crap. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Because I always want to wear something different. Same. Always. Same. I've always been like that. And I don't want, if, if there's a girl that has the same thing, I have to go change. Like, I'm like, absolutely not. You're pissed. You need to change. I need to change. We're never wearing that ever again. <laughs> Give it to me. If I'm wearing the same thing as someone, I'll just say, actually, you have to change because it looks better on me. I mean, what? well. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? I am, like, devastated if someone is wearing, like, the same boots or, like, anything like me. Like, it's Listen, devastation nation. I don't think anyone has those boots. Thank one. you so much. And the shoelaces are great, too. I fought for these yeah. in our show. I was like, do you think that you should change your laces? And I, said, I was like, absolutely no. not. We're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not doing that. So we're we kept the laces. That. Okay, but I would have because I, I don't talk back. Yeah. Okay, anyways. <laughs> but Wait, I don't talk Because <laughs> I don't talk back. Yeah. But no, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love Yeah, style. she changed my life. And and I like, yeah, I'm mm. still Sporty Spice and she's still posh. Nice. And what are you, Ginger? Um, No, I, w- I you know what? Um, uh, I'm a, I don't know what kind of spice I am. You're I the choreographer be. of the Spice Girls. Yeah, mm-hmm. one for sure. Well, not really, but like... <laughs> Totally. Kind Metaphorically of. speaking, you know, <laughs> telepathically speaking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would say, um, I don't know, uh, some sort of spice that feels like it's like a plethora like a of pepper. things. pepper. Or like a, yeah. Like a, a pepper. pepper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a pepper. Um, also, pepper my favorite spice. thing that I urge people listening to do yes. is to use the direct message um, thing on Instagram. So, if, cause I always do this. We do this back and forth. I don't oh, know. Yes. A lot of people yeah, yeah, know yeah. this, mm-hmm. but we always, cause we love high fashion, like yes. blogs or whatever, like, and you love Rihanna and I love Gwen Stefani. Rihanna. So we have like wars back and forth of like, yes, <laughs> sending direct messages. Mm-hmm. And then, then based on the photo, you'll be like you, yeah, me. Yes. And it, if it's like the most ridiculous, like beautiful thing, he'll be like me. And I'm like, no, I want it to be that. <laughs> That's all. We Basically just have whenever, one word. Yeah. Whenever we like a picture, we'll send it to each other and then we'll say who, who it, who it is, you know, is style wise. And then she'll probably say, oh, I'm the bow in her hair. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, totally. I'm the full outfit. You're just the accessory. Yeah. What? Or I'm the shoelace. No big deal. Um, <laughs> okay. Switching uh, gears. Yes. Okay. So you seem to have this calm, cool, collected vibe. Sure. About you. Okay. Thank you. I and I that. really admire that in you because that is just the opposite of everything I am. Yeah. Morgan, um, we're still going to work on that. No? We're working on it mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I think that's why I flock to you and like wherever you are in the room, I just wanted to use the word flock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for a second, I thought you said something else. Um, and I was drinking coffee and it almost came out my nose for a second, but yeah, there's that. I think it's a good word. Yeah. Flock. Um, so I'm kind of like the panic attack. Flocked. Flocked. Flock. Yeah. Hashtag flock. flock. Holy flock. <laughs> flocking. That is flocking great. That is flocking awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm kind of like the panic attack that you never knew you wanted. Yes, for right, sure. Right, Roberto? Actually needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Needed. Mm-hmm. So what advice do you tell yourself to get through life? Wow. That is a statement. More ganimal. Um, um, I, th- one thing that I have always taken from my mom. My mom is... Th- 
an angel on this planet. Literally, you I love think your she, mom. She, you you always mom is, talk about her. She's the best human being yeah. on this planet. Like lit- when I say that she is an angel, like I actually think that she's an angel from heaven. She she's roaming around Earth. Yeah, literally. I hope she listens. I hope she listens too. <laughs> Gosh, mom, hey, love you so much. Um, but one thing I've taken from my mom is somehow, some way. I don't know if there's like a statement exactly, but it's more of like a um a state of mind. She always remains positive in every situation, like literally every situation. Throughout all of her trials and tribulations in life, she's always um, been able to say the positive side of the negative that has happened. So I think for me, even when I'm in a place of like, oh God, oh God, oh God, I think to myself, I replay my my mom's like feeling in my brain and I think whatever I'm feeling, this panic and this stress and all this stuff, it will end somehow, some way, whether I wanted to turn out, uh, whether I, it didn't turn out the way that I wanted to, there's still a positive inside of that stress or panic or whatever it may be. So I try to just remain in this place of like, you know what? It's going to turn out the way it's supposed to. And maybe if it doesn't turn out perfect or maybe not everyone's wowed by it, it's okay because I'm learning that this, maybe I shouldn't have done this, or maybe I shouldn't have done that, but I learned that I don't have to do that anymore. So that's the positive I take away from it, you know? So I try to, as much as I can, just like roll my shoulders back, trust in myself, stand on my own two feet, like feel the, I, uh, a lot, a lot of the times I, in my brain, I, I try to feel my feet into the floor because I feel like I'm like rooting myself down and it like grounds me. And it reminds me to breathe and, like, understand that it is where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? Because I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, Jay Shetty, which is my segue to this next note card. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, but before we get to this note card, I just wanted to say I'm going to try – I am going to try and plant my feet into the ground because I feel like I am always on my tippy toes. Yeah. (laughs) I am like – It's a thing. I am like on my tippy toes always. It's a thing. Just like a puppy. And I want to be like – I want to be a 10-year-old dog. Yeah. I don't want to be a puppy anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also – kind of dig puppies so like well puppies are literally the best thing on this planet thank you I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie that I wasn't speaking I about you, you. I was actually was. envisioning was. like a small Sharpay That's puppy that <laughs> looks like a croissant have you ever seen those puppies yes they look like a croissant just, just roll after like, rolls ah I just goodness. feel like I could see you with that dog yeah actually. you should probably get one it, it I and you know what I wouldn't mind cleaning its folds <laughs> Hashtag folds. Flocking great. Flocking folds. Okay. <laughs> we just completed a job together yes. that you got to choreograph. And yes. you were also associate director yes. for this past week. Yes. Okay. Like we literally just finished the job last night at 2 a.m. And today <laughs> is our first day off. And look at us. We are already booked. Yeah. <laughs> While well, we are making things happen, people. We are so dedicated to the craft. Yes, we are. Gosh. Um, for those of you that haven't been following my Insta stories... This shame week, on you. First of all, shame on you. Yeah. And secondly, they're only up for a couple more hours, so you got to go. Yeah, so you have to do it now. <laughs> do it right it. now because yeah, yeah. they're going to expire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week, Robert choreographed for Jay Shetty, which we mentioned. And if you don't know him, he's a motivational speaker filled with wisdom, you know, good life advice, blah, blah, blah. Yes. But he's a YouTube sensation with inspiring videos and messages that you got to choreograph. Basically, it was like spoken word. Yes. Choreography. Yes. <laughs> 
pretty much. For his live show that he just did, that we just performed last yes. night at the Ace Theater um, in LA, and it was crazy. Um, and you, he also has a podcast on purpose with Jay Shetty, and you need I to listen to it. Know I know that. I listened to it this week, and it was really good. Like, really good. Great. He has one with Khloe Kardashian. No big deal. <laughs> also, Eva Longoria. That one was really good. Anyways, you're missing out if you haven't. I, he really doesn't silent. like the Kardashians. I'm I, really silent after that I can't one. get enough of them, so you better believe that was the first one I listened to. Yeah, this is very <laughs> – We are Morgan and I are very different. We, and, yeah. Um, we compliment each other pro because we're so different, but at times – we really don't. I know. Because I love their style. It really has evolved. you got to watch it. I know you won't. But anyways. Eat glass. Okay. Eat glass. <laughs> um, <laughs> Robert, that is from Schitt's Creek, you guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that that's happens just, a lot. That's just a one singer. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. She's a little bit Alexis. A little bit Alexis. La, yeah. la, 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 <laughs> la, la. Okay. So Robert choreographed me and five other dancers for Jay's first, you know, live show. And it was magical. And in his show... He asked one of the guests this question that I'm going to ask you. Oh, God. And it's a zinger. And I couldn't stop thinking about it myself. Yikes. So this is why I have to ask you. And nice. I urge all of my listeners to really ask themselves this. Nice. So from Jay Shetty. <laughs> Himself. <laughs> but spoken by Morgan Larson. <laughs> That's exciting. What do you value more, happiness or money? Who? Um, happiness, for sure. I think even if I was um, on the street, I would value happiness more than money. I love that answer. Especially when you're an artist. It's like you're, you're, you're not making millions and millions of dollars, and you're always hustling, and you actually never know if you're going to have money. Yeah, and so it's hard to, like, when you are freelance and you're bouncing mm -hmm. job to job to not choose a job with more money, even yes. though the artsy side of you wants to do this project that's, you know, what yes. I, it's like, it's so hard to like be happy yes. and not choose money or, yes. or choose money and, and then suffer. I don't know. It's yeah. just like, I, I just kept thinking, like when he talked about that last night, I was just like, I want to say I'm happiness. Yeah. I really want to be yes. that. But there are parts of me that chooses money because yeah. it's like, come on, like we have to like these boots. It, yeah. Also food. <laughs> also well. food. Also, I can, I'll have boots over food, I, I think. <laughs> I, I completely understand. However, coffee, knowing you, yes. coffee, boots, I don't know. I don't know. I think you would say boots. I would. Yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, no, the, just like the life part of, it's hard to, to be, I think, just an artsy person. Yes. And then be happy and well, then it's hard constantly to maintain, deciding. It's hard to maintain your creative happiness when you're not making enough money to um, kind of help guide your creativity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even as a dancer, when you want to go create something like movement wise, you need space. And if you don't have money to pay for the space, then you can't create something to make you happy. It's like all these setbacks yeah. of, that come into play. Yeah. Or like if you want to just do a really rad YouTube video, it's like, no, like it has to be great. Yeah. Like you want I need lighting. Like, I need, need to a pay camera. a videographer. Mm -hmm. You need to get a really rad space you yes. need to like hire dancers you need to do like all these things and so it just gets really tricky yeah. and I feel like I still don't know my answer I want to say happiness yeah. I, I mean I think most majority of the time I do choose that but there is this side of me that's just always kind of worrying about money yeah or just no same I worry about money all the time but I'm like in my brain I'm thinking I I I could sit and be on I don't know a field of grass and be under the sun. And I would much rather have that than have, 
I don't know, um, uh, a new belt from Christian Dior. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. Cause you, you have this travel bug in you too. And you really, you like, you're like searching. I feel yes. like you're always like, exploring, searching. And I love that about I always, you. Thanks. I, I really always, do. I always, I always like to, um, have new things be put like in front of me. experiences. Yeah. New experiences. Yeah. yeah. Cause then it, it, I feel like it opens my mind and my, uh, like my heart, my soul, even like to different ways of the world, you know, and it's super important to me to get to those different places to put myself in maybe a position where I'm like, well, I don't know the language and it doesn't make me feel very comfortable that maybe like, I don't know how they do things, but I want to learn because I think this is the thing that I, not to get too deep, but in the world, I think we all need to do that more because we need to understand each other more, especially in this time, in time of like history, you know, yeah. we're so like headbutting with each other. But if you, are, if we allow ourselves to be immersed in every single type of culture and see it for what they do and not have any preconceived like judgment towards it, then you have more experience and you have more um, value for what you've had maybe they don't have or something that you can bring back to the place that you have or the place that you are and maybe open up people's eyes. I don't know. I love that. That was really good. I know you you always tell me, you're like, you need to travel more. Yes. You always say that to me. Even if it's like for like three days or four days, like go fly somewhere. I don't know. Go to Italy and go to a random restaurant on the corner. Yeah. See how you feel after that. Oh, I need to do that. Yeah. I've never been to Europe, and I want to go so bad. Yeah, okay, you need to go. I know. Come on. I know. Do you Come find on. that you get? Do you get like inspiration from travel? Because yes. I get inspiration from movies. Like I am constant. I like love film and yeah. like movies. But like I, that's just the type of person that I am. Yeah. But I feel like you really get inspo from travel. Yes, and I absolutely. One hundred and ten percent. I definitely get inspiration from traveling because, again, it's like a different way of living, and you see how. Maybe they sit down and have um, dinner in a certain way. Or maybe they are walking on the street a certain way. Like in Japan, like everyone walks on a certain side of the street. You do not cross over. Like it's like the... There's no merging. Mm-mm. Like I remember walking up to a stairway that goes like uh, above ground or something. One side of the stairway was so packed with people and the other side was completely empty. Completely empty. But no one would cross onto the other side because it's the opposite direction. Wow. And I was like, that That's is a good piece. fascinating. You to choreograph something like that. I f- you know what? That is so weird, Morgan. You're, I, you're thinking of my brain a lot. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I'm, that's why I'm Robin. And yeah. you're Batman. Yeah, for sure. No big deal. For sure. Okie dokie. Okay, wait. Can I ask you one more Jay Shetty question? Absolutely. I'm going to hit you hard. Oh, man. Because this one's also very difficult. Okay. What do you value more, happiness or love? Okay, this one's actually really hard for me because they kind of go hand in hand, I think. Um, but I, I, hmm. I'm going to say happiness. The only reason why I'm going to say that is because I think in my, in my brain, I put it into my perspective, not like an external thing, but an internal thing. If I am not happy, then I can't love or I can't receive love or I can't give love because Love comes from a, um, to me, love comes from a feeling that you have inside when it, um, it's like a, 
a flower that blossoms. You know, you have to have the sunlight to make the flower blossom. And I think the happiness is the sunlight and the flower is love. Because, I don't know, uh, love can be so many different things. Whereas happiness, I think, kind of lays on one level and is like the root of everything yeah. type of thing. Because, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I could be in love with anything or someone if I wasn't happy. Yeah. You know? Like, I can't it be mad. It affects and then, everything. Yeah. I can't yeah. be, like, upset or, like, okay. And I'm like, I love you. Yeah. You know, then it, it doesn't feel real to me. I think – so my answer is also happiness. Mm. I think I value that just so much that sometimes mm. it affects love because I'm just totally. like – I prioritize like, okay, I need to be this so that I can be this to you. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I also have this like underlying fear because I don't know if it's um, like, because I, I don't know, maybe my upbringing or something that like love kind of takes over and mm-hmm. then uh, like you don't get what you want yes. sometimes. An expectation. And it, and it like freaks me out so much that I, I like, it's definitely a second priority. And I like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like happiness and like career. And I'm like super into that life, but I'm slowly wanting it to be more equal. Yeah. You know, no, totally. Cause I am in love and I like love, love. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not like, I don't not love love. Like, yeah, no, of course not. But I am a little scared of love cause I don't want it's it terrifying. to affect work and career and like all these things the way that I feel like sometimes it does affect. Maybe yeah. it's more with girls. I don't know. Maybe it's, it, you feel this too. So no, I, don't I definitely, know. I definitely feel it. I, I, I completely agree with you. Like it, when you're like a driven person, yes, it's a scary thing. Yes. Because it can, af- yeah, again, it can affect the way that you are driven towards the things that you want. And again, that's why I think happiness will supersede love because you have to be happy and content with the things that you're doing that will, it, it will drive your, your life in every facet, you know, love, career, um, friendships, family, um, yourself, yeah. you know what I mean? All those things. So I, I think I agree. Oh, wow. That got deep. Super deep. Super wow. deep. Never been that deep <laughs> before in my life. This that is was exciting. really good, Robert. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, we just have a few more guys. Um, Roberto. That's unfortunate because I am the best guest. What? You seriously are nailing it. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. You just you just get over here and you keep it up. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna kick ball change right over there. We are kicking. Will a fossy neck do it? Will a fossy neck turn off the lamp? <laughs> Anyways, as Kristen Wake, as now get so, into that. Okay. Who, Roberto, mm-hmm. do you look up to? Who? Um, there's a few people, um, uh, one being Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore is like one of my biggest inspirations. I look at her like she is a God. Um, ever since I've been 13, I look to her for so many answers and so many like things in general. And I tell her that all the time. She's like blessed my life. Um, Jeff Thacker from So You Think, the executive producer, he has opened my eyes and my um, my ability to uh, step forward into a new light. Uh, he's given me that opportunity, and he continually always is pushing me and encouraging me and um, uh, showing me love in uh, my path when it comes to my career. 
Um, and my mom, my mom is again, an angel on earth and she is walking love, like literally walking love wherever she goes. Everyone loves my mom. And I don't just say that because she's my mom. I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead serious. Every single person I come in contact that has met my mom loves my mom. I also look up to, I have uh, three best friends in my life, Mandy Corpin, Elizabeth Petrin, and Brooke Shepard. Three very different women, but very, very strong um, uh, influences on who I am. Um, I've known Mandy Corpin since I was 12 years old. I've known Elizabeth since I was uh, 18, 17. And I know I've known Brooke for the past uh, seven years. And both, all three of them have influenced me and helped me and supported me and loved me for exactly who I am. I've never had to be anything else besides myself. And whenever I change or like I evolve, they give me space to do that and they love me for it. So I look up to them and value that um, important key when it comes to friendships um, in many different ways. Yeah. That was really good. You know what? Thank you. I, really, I think about that stuff a lot. So. Really good. I know we we always talk about like we have. I just I yanked the mic out of my ear. <laughs> One more time. Yep. We always talk. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah. No. I feel like this is what is so cool about this new like situation that I've just had in my life with this mm. show is that we always have these sideline conversations yes. that are never recorded or, no. you know, whatever. And I, it would just be great if it was documented. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If we could just have our own show yeah. called Sidelines. Yeah. On Netflix. Sidelines. Sidelines. That is good. It's just all, it's like not the show, it's the side. It's the sidelines. It's the side. When the show is happening. When the show is happening. Get into it, people. That will be really good because there's all types of sidelines. There too. is so Funny. You much. You want to cry. Oh you want to laugh. You yeah. want to feel weird. And then in the next second, smiling like nobody's business. Yeah. Cut to, okay, what do we do about this situation? Exactly. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Where's your heart? Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Cut to, we're doing heads up, singing, humming, and all these things. Exactly. In the dressing room. So many back handsprings. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Okay. We'll, we need to go we're gonna, down we're gonna, Yeah. We're going to discover sidelines. That's side another lines. lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we got to explore. Yeah. We're hitting the sidelines, people. Yes. Okay. So, for our last question. Yeah. What is the best advice you've ever been given? It's oh. a really easy one. Tell no me. Big, no big deal. Tell me. <laughs> if you tell me. Please, Morgan. Please, <laughs> let me. Let me. Uh, you silly Willie. You tell me. <laughs> you're silly. You're really silly. Best advice I've ever been given. The first thing that has come to my mind is this. And I don't know if I would like sit down and really think about it, that I might think of something else. But this is the first thing that came to my mind. I was told once um, by, Jeff, by Jeff Thacker, um, he said, whenever you are in a friendship with someone or you meet someone, if you are uh, changing who you are to make that person happy, you're becoming their prisoner. So whatever you are doing in life, always allow yourself to be who you are because if they don't like you, they're not for you. If they do like you, then awesome. But if you allow, to, if you allow yourself to stop and become something else for them, you will always be their prisoner. 
Wow. Yeah. I've never heard it phrased like that. I feel like everybody's advice is in a, in a roundabout way. Similar. It's so similar, but it's yes. just phrased differently. And yes. I've never heard that phrased like that. Yes. And I like that. There is a specific quote that he told me, but I can't remember. Oh, of course you can't. <laughs> but it's like when you are changing yourself for, to impress someone or be, you know, have them like you, you always become their prisoner. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're hit or miss people, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I feel like I learned that pretty early in LA where I was mm. just like, when it, I, I'm obviously we're devastated if we don't get the job that we want or yeah, like all course. those things. However, it is a little easier when you know, like, okay, you were a hundred percent right. Yep. Are you 100% wrong? Not yep. it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I've never, I've always been like that with people too. Yeah. Like I have my favorites yeah. or, or like a nothing. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, literally yeah. there's no like in middle. Yeah. I mean, besides like my barista at the, I don't know his story, but I mean, he knows we're a middle. I would say we are a middle. Yeah, so that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. exception to the rule. But for most people in my life, yeah, it's more hit or miss. That's it's like, amazing. It took me a while to understand that. If yeah. I'm really honest. But that's similar to what you said. Like, yeah, because, because we are who we are yeah. in front of people. Yes. Obviously we pull up when we need to. For sure. And then we're just slob kebabs everywhere else. <laughs> Slob kebab is literally um, something that I do on a daily basis. Exactly. I just, Same. Just, I just don't really know what's happening all the time, and then I just try to find I it. I really slop my way through life, yeah. and somehow it's it's figured out. I don't even know. You know what? Flock it. Flock it. If we learned anything today, it's basically flock it. Yeah. <laughs> the moral of this story is flock it. Okay. Um, I know that was my last question, but I have one more for you. Ah, that's and flocking I, great. That's flocking great. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was a little Australian. Yeah, that was that was it. interesting. You could have used like... that when we played Heads Up last night oh, when we were in the dressing room because we were doing one with accents and Morgan was just saying, I don't know, shrimp on the Barbie. Shrimp on the Barbie. It's always it's always I was working. Like, Morgan, you have to say it in the accent. Okay, or well, when we were humming, there was you know the DJ thing on Heads Up. We were humming and she would just sing the song. I just would sing it. <laughs> I was like, oh, we haven't heard this one in a while. You know. <laughs> Heads up is an outstanding game. Yes. For sidelines. Oh, and yes. Gee. Ellen. Oh my you gosh. Hear that? Seriously. We're gonna make a show called Sidelines. We're gonna use We're heads using up. Heads up. Segway. Bring us on the show. Segway. We have our own talk show. We're actually Anyways. gonna come in <laughs> on segways. Exactly. Yeah. Anything we say, we are we integrate into yes. sidelines. Something. Yes, sidelines. Um, Okie dokie. So this is the actual last question. Yep. What is your favorite podcast? <laughs> and it better be the answer I want. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna be super real with you right now and you're gonna get upset. You're gonna be really, really, really upset. Robert? I have never really listened to any podcasts. What? Yeah. You got to do it. They're the latest rage. I know. I'm jumping on the bandwagon and I'm already behind. I'm looking down. But you know how I am? I'm more of a trendy situation. So I'm on the bandwagon. <laughs> you are trailing. I'm very much trailing. Yeah. Yeah. My feet, I need oh. you to get it together. This is, I thought you had it together. Uh, we have to delete this whole interview. <sighs> Flock. <laughs> Flock. <laughs> Okay, guys. <laughs> well, it's been flocking great, you guys. I'm going to watch a podcast, and um, I'll flock and you let you know. You don't watch. You listen. I, uh, oh, my gosh. Seriously, you're the first guest that I've had it together more. Should I put the headset down and walk away? Yes. We got to go. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to. Flocking. Yep. Flocking great. Flocking great. Uh, see Toodles. You on the flo- see you on the flock side. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Uh-